What an unsightly thing to happen in our quaint little inn. People boxing while the audience makes bets of who will be the conscious champion. You all know he will pass out and choke on his own stomach acids. His head hit his head. Ooh. <coughs> Apologies to my younger audiences for my brutish words. The sports of the past were not more civilized than ours. Massive crowds of people would gather and champions would still be able to make complete sentences. You have a winner. Whoever made me Jeffrey, come and collect your coin. Oh, <laughs> ah, did you course, but fret thee not before I go. I'll put the fabrics of the veil apart to view our unsporting duo. Rabble, shabble. Hello, people or listeners of our fabulous Ramble Shamble podcast. If you're listening through Spotify, YouTube, or whatever platform you have found our little ramble shamble you're t- today joined by your spectacular host mackie and who else is around the room hi my name is yoten hi yoten and i have a pop culture addiction <laughs> as you can tell from our fabulous yoten he has an addiction he needs your help the only way you can help is to join our Discord and mention your different pop culture uh, topics. Or maybe you want to play games with them. Because we have a Discord channel. You can find it through Discord or just find Ramble Shamble. It's in our links in description and YouTube. It's also, we have a Twitter, we have a Facebook, we have an Instagram, hopefully a Twitch. We also have a gaming channel called Fumble Shamble. But guys, <laughs> as funny as this was... We do want your feedback. Your feedback is important to us. You guys can give different topics and ideas for our episodes. Also, we have a question for at the end of each of these episodes, which are very valuable for us to understand who's the victor, as well as bringing your uh, topics or feedback based on the topic of the episode. And when we choose, well, we will choose one of our favorites, and we will talk about that for a shorter little video and a shorter playlist as well called Ramble Shrapnel because it's in little bits and pieces. And yeah, you guys will just hear about our opinion on your beautiful topic. So now with the beginning part of the episode done and dusted, Jotun, I have two really important or special things that I've found out about myself recently. Do you want to hear them? Please. So the first thing is, after going to the dentist, the dentist was doing my teeth and doing all the fancy drills and etc. and saying my teeth are perfect. They wanted to do an x-ray of my teeth. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just do it. And I am a person on this planet that has not removed their wisdom teeth. So I expected to see awful wisdom teeth poking in their various directions as any normal human would have. And to my surprise, I have a fifth wisdom tooth. Oh wow! <laughs> One yeah. of those people. I and the joke that the dentist had to make 
which pretty much everyone I know that I've told this to, it says, no wonder you're so smart. You have a fifth wisdom tooth. And I went, ha, ha, ha. Uh. Funny people. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I just want to ask quickly, does that mean that I have a quirk, like my hairy academia, just having an extra wisdom tooth? Am I special? Dude, if you develop telepathy or something, <laughs> then that would be so awesome. <laughs> And I, and I think I think you would kind of need to develop some kind of telekinesis or mind reading capability to be able to define yourself as being uh, what are they called? Uh, not a super, but having a quirk. Yeah, you, having you a would quirk. definitely need that. Well, uh, didn't uh, what's his name? Dick? You, you have a pretty big brain. <laughs> yeah. It needs to be up to level 11 in order to have a quirk. Okay, and then the second thing that I found, I've just realized late, uh, recently from my teeth, is that if I was ever in a plane accident or in a situation where my face, facial features or my whole body would be charred and only my bones left behind, you'll be able to identify me because I have a first wisdom tooth. <laughs> Bit of a dark way That's to think awesome. about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But I gotta say that you don't actually need that to be identified. <laughs> like, even someone with pretty damn normal teeth would be able to be identified from their dental record. But at least with you, <laughs> at least with you, there'd be no like advanced technology, <laughs> no X-rays or anything necessary. They just look at this guy and see, oh, this is the dude we heard about from a hundred years ago who 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 just spontaneously develop telekinesis. <laughs> Wouldn't that be that's, funny? That's Mackie, that's Mackie the Great right there. We <laughs> we finally found his grave. Oh, wouldn't that be interesting? Oh, no, now you're making me think, like, what happens to my body when I decompose if I decide to go for the grave method? I'm just going to, like, dig it up and say, whoa, look at these humans. They were so weird in the past. This one has a fifth, <laughs> a fifth wisdom to What the heck? That's if I decide to keep it. That's the question. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think that'll happen. The grave robbers will get there for everybody else. You're Mackie the Great. People want people want your corpse. Ooh, I love I love this praise you're giving off. But it's not going to get you extra <laughs> pointers points from the audience because myself, I don't get to vote in this episode because there's only two of us, guys. So today, the listeners have to make the decision on the topic of hand, which is sports. Funny enough, we are talking about sports. Not anime, maybe some anime, maybe sports is anime, but we're going to stick to real life sports at the moment. Maybe we have another episode which will say best sport from a cinema cinematic universe or an anime and that kind of thing. That could be a cool topic. I wouldn't like there could be Quidditch and that kind of stuff. But today's episode will be sports and I have three phases to it. Hopefully we get through all three. I'm sure sure we would. Depending if Yotan likes to talk, but he, you know, he's a good talker. Mm. You have to admit that. So, Yotan, what's your background on sports? Uh, you say you're a sporty person. Would you say you're not so, such a sporty person? Or you say, what is sport? Yeah, I would, I would definitely say that I'm a sporty person. Or, or at least I'm a very physically active person. Um, I, I, I believe that a person, person should maintain vigorous physical activity throughout their life just to make sure that all of your neurons and things are working properly to keep yourself young. It's just, it's, it, there's so many physio physiological benefits 
that only proper physical exertion will provide you with. And so I think it's, it's highly important to do that. And yeah, I'm a physical, I'm, I'm a pretty sporty person. When I was, while I was growing up, it was compulsory for us to play all of the sports, depending on which term of the year we were, what it was. And just because of that, I think that my life has been enriched so much. But yeah, I'm a pretty physical person. I'm also in a similar kind of state as you. Uh, I remember when you were young, when we had that cross-country events and yourself, myself and our friends, we would kind of break the system by bunking the so like how far cross country running it was and then we're just like chilled near the end of the finish line around the corner and as the people were coming in we didn't want to go first because then we say oh well they would were right ahead of the pack but we went like near the back so we'd pop come around the corner pretend we run to the end and (laughs) we were quite lazy buggers back then but i will say approaching high school i got a lot more into sports and I had an approach in in life where I like to say yes to everything new. I will say yes to 95%. I won't say yes to 100% everything, but 95% of the things. And sports was one of my favorite things. I, I did a range of sports. But what's your viewing side of sport? Because a lot of people will say I'm a sporty person, not because of the fact that they are physical in sports or play sports, but they love watching or uh they know the biggest sports events happening in the world and that kind of thing. Are you much into the observing sport side or are you strictly towards physical sporty side? No, I'm, I, I don't really watch sports at all. Um, I, but, but that's, that's how I am with almost everything in life. I'm a, uh, I don't, I do things or I, the time I spend, on things are doing. I'm, I'm, let me put it this way. I'm a doer and not a viewer. So when I do anything related to sports, it's me actually practicing that exercise or that thing. I, I, I just okay. get no, I get no enjoyment from watching other people doing those things really. For me, it's, it, I feel like I'm wasting my own time because I'm not practically applying myself to anything. <laughs> I feel like you would fail the who wants to be a millionaire question where the question will be, who won the 2010 Soccer World Cup? And you're like, uh... <laughs> 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 where the most common man would say, oh, that's easy. It was Germany, wasn't it? Bulldog. Yay, million dollar question. But yes, that, so guys, we, we just described our sporty sides. I am I watch sports as well. I'm not as sporty as my brother. My he's he he watches a lot more sports than I do. But I watch my fair share of sports. Like I've watched the I've been watching tennis lately, and I enjoy tennis. It's a little bit more interactive. But there are like certain sports that I don't watch as regularly as like test cricket. But enough with that. Jotun, question number one: What would you rate is the best sport? humanity or what would you say is the best sport for you because since you don't necessarily watch it for yourself and maybe give a few pointers points on why you think it's the best sport and we'll just quickly tackle them okay 
So I don't, I don't think you're going to be able to guess um, my favorite sport. Basketball. And, <laughs> um, and it's not even something that I myself do because I suck at it really, really bad. <laughs> um, and that is dancing. Mm. Now, the reason why I chose dancing is because it requires so much from your body. It, it, it tackles almost, well, it basically tackles all of the major components of physical activity and stimulating your body. That's cardiovascular exercise, strength training, isometrics, plyometrics. Um, that's, um, for anyone listening, that's holding a position, a difficult to hold position, and burst power while you're exercising. It incorporates flexibility and rhythm and probably one of the biggest factors for me and why I chose it is just the sheer beauty that comes about from from dancing and oftentimes being in physical harmony and synchronicity with a partner as well. I mean, it's, it's just so beautiful. And that's why I chose it. Hmm. I didn't. Uh, you got. You got me there. I did not get dancing. Um. So is this like any form of dancing? Because obviously there's a lot of t- types of dancing. I'm just kind of curious to know: is there a specific kind, or pretty much any kind of dancing is good for you? I think any kind of dancing is is good for you. Well, yeah, and they're all for different reasons. So if you if you're doing something like pop dancing then that would be more plyometric kinds of exercises because you, you you need very quick, very explosive movements. And so I don't think it's necessarily true, but you might not be as developed in your isometric and graceful movements. But then that's not really what you're going for with, with pop dancing. But I think personally that one of my favorites is ballet. And that's just because it includes all of those things that I talked about earlier. And have you seen how incredibly buff those people are? No, I like, have. They, they have muscles that I didn't even know existed. It's, it's ridiculous. Anybody who's listening now, just Google something like male ballet dancer uh, muscles or something. And you'll see the incredible bulk of those legs. It is truly ridiculous. Even the arms, the arms of the men is because they, they're like throwing women about and mm-hmm. catching them and lifting them. It's, it's truly amazing. Um, and I, re- I, I fear the day that I ever get into an altercation or a fight with a ballet dancer he would beat the crap out of me they are ridiculously intimidating at least in terms of their physical stature but yeah ballet ballet is probably the most impressive i will say one downside of a ballet dancer is the incredible amount of pressure and torture they put themselves through and especially in their toes have you seen like the like the female ballet dancers as well as male where they're literally on their tiptoes 
holding their entire body weight that they actually have caused major say toe pain for the future they like i 100 agree with you better dancers are probably the one of the fittest people on the planet like uh athletes because they have to be a continuous form they have to do so much but i think all that pressure really hits psychology as well as the physical pain on their feet themselves i think leads to quite unhappiness at a later stage of your life like that, that that's the one those are the two downsides that i feel are why i, I don't quite agree with ballet dancing in a hundred percent yeah i can i can definitely see see that and they they do have those scrunched up kind of toes and everything it's so so it is a lot of pressure yeah but hey man you gotta win some t- you're gonna lose some to win some <laughs> risk it for the biscuits <laughs> yeah exactly Oh yeah, I lo- and, and and besides, like, how many people actually look at your feet? So I don't, I don't really think that you'd be like downplaying your romantic prospects by having like just fugly feet. You know, I will give you that. That any athlete who's been doing any sports, like cross country, marathons, ice skating, prim- uh, even like physical sports like soccer and them have really ugly feet because obviously their feet just go through so much torture and pain consistently in shoes and tight shoes and and they get so much athlete's foot and foot fungus because they're sweating all consistently and they have to continue to wear this so i don't know i don't think you would be a ballet dancer funny enough because you don't like wearing tight shoes around your feet do you no no i <laughs> i normally just wear socks like my whole life is just sock life <laughs> yeah but that's 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 also got a bit to do with my philosophy on exercise because i i don't think it's very good for people to wear super supported shoes like uh sneakers and techies because i think it's like coddling mm-hmm. your feet in a kind of way and so i i even when I'm exercising and skipping and things like that, I, I tend to only wear socks. But even while I'm running, I if 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 I had my way and I wasn't in a city with dirty streets where there can be glass and things, yeah. I would do barefoot running. Like when I lived in the countryside and did cross country, I would do barefoot running because I think it's better for your biomechanics. But yeah, constricted shoes would just drive me up the wall. <laughs> I would do the exact same thing. Eh? Um, back back when I was also not in the city, barefoot would be my best thing to do, like running across the fields and stuff. But now my feet have had too much time in the city. I've my feet are just so much softer. Like now I walk on grass and my feet are like what? What is the spiky sensation? I'm standing on grass and I'm like no, it's grass, <laughs> grass with an R. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your feet have become city stickers. Oh, very much so. Okay, I like I like your best sport. It's it's unique. It's something I did not foresee coming. So I I will do my best sports uh, before we go to the next topic. So my best sports, which I'm pretty sure you will agree and pretty much everyone will agree, the best sport in my opinion, not my although my best and favorite, but I'm growing more to liking it is swimming, and 
part of the main reasons why I think swimming is an, a really great ideal sport. As humans, where we came from the water, we have a, dr- a draw or a sensation to go back to doing water activities. And water is such a nice sport to work on because you gain a resistance because you fight, you pushing against the water, but also B, receiving assistance. Because if you were to lift 10 kg dumbbells on land, they're a lot heavier. And moving through water, you're putting a little bit more support on the parts of your body that is not meant to be putting too much exertion. So that's why I think water sports slash swimming is probably the best sport out there. It's used for therapy. It's used for uh, strengthening parts of the body that you don't normally exercise towards to. And me personally, I, I think I well, I enjoy a good water sport exercise where I bring like some dumbbells or do some jogging water or swimming across the uh, doing various swimming techniques that my body doesn't necessarily always get the, get to activate in if I were to go to the gym and exercise at the gym. I know you, Yotan, you have a very strict, very powerful exercise routine, probably attacks every part of the body. But for like an average, an, an, amateur like myself swimming is the easiest way for me to activate the parts of the body that i don't normally activate well well swimming is an amazing amazing sport in itself um purely purely because of the fact that you do target like every kind of muscle group and so your your whole entire body is being used but also the the kind of rhythmic compression that your your lungs and everything need to go through while you're doing the strokes. It's it, swimming is a beautiful sport for getting into a flow state. And um, something that I learned recently about swimming is that it's probably one of the best forms of exercise for losing weight because of conduction of your body heat into the water. So. Your body is actually working much harder than a normal uh, normal sports to to keep warm, and um, whereas so it's it's kind of working a lot harder to keep warm because it's a lot easier to stay cool, and because of that your body is going through a lot more metabolic processes as it does so, and that's why you you lose weight a bit easier. So basically what I'm saying, people, is your body's heat as you're swimming and sweating while you're swimming gets transferred into the water at a much faster rate than it would in normal air. So that's why it's a, it's a great exercise for losing weight or, or maintaining weight. If, if you are already in a good physical condition and you consistently start swimming, then you'll start looking trim and ripped and shredded. So yeah, swimming is amazing. Uh, it's 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 also just fun, you know. So in other words, you think I won the best sports? Then thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that 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 leaves uh, it to the audience to decide. Um, yes. So there's a lot of pros and cons to every sport everyone that's why we we love to hear your guys opinion in our discord again i'll mention it once more is mention in our discord say why swimming is a bad sport or mention why dancing is such a ridiculous sport but i like <laughs> I, I like our where we've gone so far so 
now to topic number two, which I, I, I made a little bit of a mystery for my competitor, Yotan, is the worst sport. So now, seeing that I, I am the host, I've decided that Yotan won't go first in this category. I will go first. And Yotan, your worst sport to beat is, funny enough, a sport that most people would not really think that would come to their mind is bull riding. <laughs> oh, wow. Humanity in its dumbest, unfortunately. <laughs> bull riding. I'm Jeez, talking... how the hell am I going to beat that? I'm talking about the fact where people would enrage these very uh, pestered and annoyed bulls to the point where they want to really stab anything in front of them and they decide to say hmm I'm going to put a harness on that thing and I'm going to ride it as long as I can I think it's such a stupid sport for so many reasons and I'll, I'll only highlight a few reason number one why it's a stupid sport is the fact that while it's bucking around your body is going through such dramatic and sudden changes that you're developing incredible amounts of strain and fatigue on your body and muscles that you'll just jeez you you really are destroying your whole body it's like putting you through a, a grinding machine and hoping for the best reason number two why it is a bad sport is the fact that the bull can kill you by either stomping on your head or stabbing you through one of its horns <laughs> it's like impaling you oh look i know that there are the clowns that go around, around running around trying to get, get the get the bull's attention as soon as you get bucked off but seriously like i would i me myself i think it's not worth my life to kind of have rely on these three people in a far distance hoping that they catch the attention of this bull that's just bucked this, whatever has been riding on its back and now it's like yes i'm free and it sees this guy lying on the floor like you <laughs> <laughs> Just like looking with those red eyes like you <laughs> <laughs> yeah well uh it's, it's, uh, what are they called uh master doors oh yes the um, bullfighters yeah so master doors and jockeys from like rodeos and stuff they 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 actually get the some of the most severe injuries that's that's possible, and anyone can imagine why. Um, <laughs> but just an interesting little fact: one of the reasons why, and, and this is just to illustrate how dangerous it actually is. One of the reasons why we were able to determine that Neanderthals were really squat, and that they hunted creatures as big as mammoths was because their skeletons have the same kind of fractures and breaks as rodeo jockeys and mastodons. And I mean, something the size of a mammoth. That, that clearly shows you how ridiculously dangerous it is that these mastodons are taking on charging bulls and stuff. <laughs> that those kinds of injuries are sustained while hunting mammoths. Jeez. <laughs> no, but bull riding is even worse though because bull riding is like you, you're not necessarily like a dodging or avoiding the attacks. You're physically riding the, the bull. And that, and the fact that, you know how many, I actually haven't looked it up, but how many people have got severe neck injuries? Because obviously when you get bucked off, what do you think happens when you're flying? Now, 
at a certain speed and height because this ball is quite tall and you're just being bucked off and how do you land because obviously you're not like a professional then these not like people that do parkour where they like dive on their land with their shoulder and then roll afterwards to keep get, keep the momentum going these are the guys that like land face first most of the time on the ground and then <laughs> they're like that people have died like that and it's it's <laughs> insane yeah, um, I, I probably shouldn't be laughing, but just the idea of people <laughs> face-planting like that is just hilarious to me. And what makes the sport the worst of all, the only thing you get out of it, maybe there's like a little bit of grand prize, the only objective of the sport is, which I think uh, was just thought up by, unfortunately, Americans, I'm targeting you because this is your sport, is that there's a bunch of guys drinking too much beer and they think, I can ride that thing for like six seconds and then the other guy's like six I can hold it for like ten <laughs> and then they <laughs> they basically made a sport on how long can I ride this raging bull for and that's that's the whole sport nothing more nothing less simple but stupid <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's definitely a crazy sport <laughs> but yeah uh, I think that's uh, enough poking around my ridiculous sport. What's your worst sport, Jotun? Tell me your worst sport. On, on the fly, I think that one of the like, the least advisable things would be to go super deep down in the ocean. Ooh. And that's just because of the sheer danger of not having any kind of recourse to oxygen. Oh. So the, I, I don't know what kind of, is there such a thing as deep diving, like, as a sport? I, um, actually, I don't actually know. I do know that people have swam across entire oceans. That's a quite a rigorous sport. Let me, uh, deep diving sport. I don't think there is. But deep diving well, is a, uh, okay, can be, then, then, then I don't think we can uh, actually include that. Okay, so um, I don't think it's the worst kind of sport, but sticking to your idea of s- the injuries that are sustained doing that kind of sport. Oh, there, there, there is a sport, it's called free diving. It's where you hold your breath and go as deep as you can and then make your way up. So people, oh, wow. so there is, there is a sport called free diving. Okay. Okay. So go back to depending it. On, on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's look up the deepest free dive. So now, when we oh my goodness, the deepest free dive was <laughs> about two hundred meters. Oh wow. Seven hundred and two feet. Two hundred and thirteen meters. Wow. Okay. So I think that is utterly ridiculous because <laughs> you're doing that on one breath, oh. and. So I think people use like a kind of zip line or something to go down. Like you pull yourself along this line mm. so that you go down faster. Now, we we talked in a previous episode about going down into the ocean and the pressure that's exerted on you for I think every single or every 10 meters down that you go, which is one atmosphere worth of, of pressure, if, if I'm understanding, if I remember correctly. And one of the biggest gripes that Mackie and I came to was that you would get the bends mm. if you go that da- deep down. So 
your organs and your lungs and your entire body going through that kind of atmospheric change in such a short amount of time. Again, we're talking about one breath here. I don't think that can be good for you. I think you'd mess yourself up. Like you, well, these people have clearly done it, but no, I would, I would think that many people go deeper than they can actually sustain and either run out of breath or they go up and have really, really severe organ damage that they underwent without really knowing it. Um, yeah. But that, that's, that's not even taking in the sheer fear factor of going down that, that <laughs> I was just about to say. <laughs> it's, it's called, I think it's called thalassophobia. There's a fear of like deep waters. Jeez. Just just now you're going down there and a shark or something comes at you. Or or like even a kraken or something. I was about to no, say. I wouldn't mess around with that kind of stuff. <laughs> the arm of the giant squid coming and reaching after you. Like, busy, like I can push myself beyond the 214 yeah. meter. Not like even realizing yeah. this tentacle like now over your body. Like, oh crap. <laughs> yeah. You have answered my domain. <laughs> Pimp slaps you across the ocean. I'll I'll give you that. That is a good good best sport. A get so good worst sport. Sorry, I don't want to say best. Good worst sport <laughs> because again, it doesn't have any other feature or attribute besides who can dive the deepest. Like my who can hold on to the ball the the longest, as well as your one, like my one. Includes brain damage. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, think, I think any I think any kind of worst sport would have to include some kind of brain damage. Yeah. Even even my close runner up that I was about to pop out of the bag, which is cheerleading. <laughs> um, because the the damage that those people sustain if they don't do a movement right is also truly harrowing. And I mean, if you're on the top of a human pyramid, like 20 meters in the air, hey. and you didn't land your backflip, then wow, you know, <laughs> you can you can clearly imagine the kind of brain damage that those kinds of people can go through as well. I like I picture like Mortal Kombat physics, you know, like when like you like see the later Mortal Kombat where like you'll do like a punch and then you see all the bones like an X-ray of the inside and all the bones like fracturing Ooh. and cracking when they don't land that. That's why. Right. That's that's yeah. That's how I think about all injuries nowadays. <laughs> like if someone tells me if someone tells me like I twist my I twisted my LDL and my ACL and my knee. And I immediately think like X-ray vision, <laughs> seeing like the cartilage and the meniscus oh. shifting sideways and splitting slowly. Oh, geez, man! <laughs> <laughs> People can't see me right now, but I have a real disgusted face on. Like I'm, I, I am not liking this trail of thought. Uh, it's a very disturbing trail of thought. Apologies, audience, but you, you decide to listen to us and stick with us. We still have one more one more section of sports that I would like us to touch on, and maybe you will continue with others later on. But, Jotun, final mystery topic. I have not done any research like the worst, so I'm on the same page as you. This is a bit of a unknown topic for both of us, but I want to ask you, from your sporting side, since you do more physical, what do you think 
Okay, so it can be two parts. So two parts. What would be the next sport if you can think of one? So this is an F. Doesn't need to have it. But what is the next big sport that you think would, well, the next sport that humanity will come across? And or and or. So I'm added, giving you an option to do both. You can do one if you decide. And okay. where do you think? How do you think sporting will grow or manipulate going forward in future? Now you can tackle professional sports. You can tackle uh, amateur sporters like myself and yourself. Or you can tackle children's sports because uh, we've all been kids. We all know how sporting was like that back then. How do you think that's going to manipulate and grow over time? Wow. I think that... I'm giving you a lot of options again, here. Thinking, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that, again, thinking to the future, there will definitely be something to do with space. So it'll be like... Asteroid Oof. hopping. Oh, that's such a like cool that. idea. Or like people getting jettisoned out of a moving spaceship <laughs> and then they have to perform some kind of crazy acrobatics inside zero. G. Oh, how cool. Um, just imagine the awesome kind of ball sports that you could do in that kind of environment. Oh, that would like, be so cool. Um, uh, think of the movie Ender's Game. Kind of like that kind of stuff where you're inside some kind of dome and just playing something like laser tag or something there would be so awesome because there's the whole aspect of 3d space as well and most of the sport that we perform on earth is just please look at me talking like i'm a spaceship or an <laughs> alien or something um most of the <laughs> <laughs> Most of the techno the, the sports that we perform on terra firma is on a 2D plane. Mm. We're just moving left and right and backward and forward. But as soon as you add the verticality of a 3D space, wow, I mean, that'd be so awesome. It's such a cool idea as well. Like having, obviously, the biggest uh, factor you would have to overcome with your space soccer or space sports would be obviously the, the the cold environment of space but as, as soon as you like overcome that like maybe we make like these suits that are keep your body like very nice and toasty and warm and you have this nice oxygen supply that's enough not enough for you to survive forever but enough to for you to do some rigorous exercise like for like say two hours of exercise out of, out of space and just being able to have this little jetpack and fly around do a, uh, an upside down kick because now you have to get into the virtual core oh that sounds so awesome dude you just you just gave me such an awesome idea you know the the original sport from which both soccer and rugby came what was I, it? I don't know what it's called but i I don't, I don't know what it's called but it was an absolutely brutal sport <laughs> um, i can imagine like it was then. it was like it was so it was basically get a ball into the goal on the other side but there were no rules about you can only use your hands or your feet or anything like that and it was still a full contact sport so from what i hear or i understand about it people were like elbowing each other in the <laughs> face and it was just like absolute carnage so just imagine that inside a 3d uh, like a 3d vacuum people just like elbowing each other and kneeing each other and blindsiding each other as they try to get a ball into the hoop on the other side. Or I guess it would be cool if you had two goals that were rotating around the dome in a kind of atom, like like the particles of the atom, 
So the, the goals are also moving around in a completely random, non-predictable way. And then everybody is also trying to get in, like the ball into that <laughs> goal. That's a big chaos. It'd be chaos, but it'd be pretty good, entertaining sport to watch. <laughs> yeah, that would be like two blood and circuses from, <laughs> from Rome. Man. People big would just be loving that stuff. Okay, I like that. I like that. And any predictions for our current sporting stuff, or would you would I, would you like me to take my topic and then you come back with your predictions? I for for current sports, I think that for the moment, at least, things aren't really going to change. They'd, they'd have to be some kind of really massive um, upheaval inside the the tastes of human spectators for that. Um, but maybe one way in which it could develop is that people will just really get like put off by danger. And so it's a I think it's a distinct possibility that sports will become really, really nerfed. And if there's any kind of danger associated with that sport like American football or something like that, then they'll just make rules that say you can't injure people in this kind of way or something like that. I think that's a, a distinct possibility as well. Hey, you stole mine, eh? That, that was literally going to be my one as well, uh, how sports was going to progress or develop going forward. Because one sport that's still so clear in my mind is rugby. And I used to enjoy watching rugby. Um, I don't enjoy it as much as I do now because the sport is literally whistle game because you touch the guy the wrong way or touch the guy in his left arm, blow the whistle, you weren't meant to touch him on your on his left arm, you meant to touch him on his right arm situation. I know I'm being a bit extreme here. I, I realize I'm probably being very extreme. But I feel <laughs> rugby, if you watch it nowadays, it's very much a whistle game. Blow the whistle, didn't touch the ball, didn't grab the ball right. Blow the whistle, you didn't do that. And I get it. I get why they do it. It's because rugby, like football, is incredibly aggressive to the human body. Uh, one of the biggest downsides of rugby was cauliflower ear. Uh, at least football, you were in giant helmets, which helped reduce that possibility. But cauliflower ear, people of the internet, if you want you to score American yourself, football. American football. American football, not soccer. Oh, sorry, guys, who's from the European place, the European Union or UK. Yeah, there's a whole continent that is screaming at you Yeah, right football, now, soccer. American football where they would wear helmets and protect themselves. Now, if you want to scar yourself, look up cauliflower ear on the internet. But if you don't want to scar yourself, just picture a very bulging, puffed ear that won't go away. I think there's a way to treat it, but I haven't seen many people do treat it. But I feel... I think, I think it's I think it's um, because of the, the headgear that they wear, which, are, mm. which is called a scrum cap, they... Ears literally develop calluses Ish. where, um, because those, those forwards in the rugby team are locking against each other inside those scrums. Um, and so you have like people's shoulders and necks Ish. and stuff pushing on your ear. And so it literally becomes like a callus after a while. And that is horrible. And I, that, that's part of the part of, part of the reason why they probably put in all those rules to help reduce that. Like in Formula One, Formula One used to be all about like 
go as fast as you can with the with the vehicle you can make it as fast as you can but then obviously when we're when they're approaching speeds of 300 plus kilometers per hour they were saying whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. those speeds <laughs> are not uh doable for the tracks we have so we're gonna whoa 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 whoa, whoa. i'm gonna have to stop you right there mister <laughs> you know you're going over the speed limit <laughs> Don't get me wrong; they still go above three hundred, but they have to put a lot of regulations to help minimize the the amount of cars crashing and killing the drivers, and that's important. But I feel like you lose part of the essence of the sports, where Formula One is all about go as fast as you can and be the fastest car out there on the track. Now it's about now you have to make sure you have this engine type, and you must make sure you have these specific wheel sizes. Oh, and don't forget these suspensions. You have to so basically you you're putting everyone on the same level. And besides the, the the start of the race and qualifiers of Formula One, it's a follow race car thing. You might see a car overtake now and again, but it's literally car falling behind the other car because there's not enough space to overtake, and because the car is going roughly about the same speed as you, you can't, you don't necessarily have that fast speed to overtake quickly. And I don't know. That, that's that's what I feel as well. Is that sports are getting nerfed, and I think they're going to get more nerfed as. People do more studies and to say, oh, but if you play rugby or American football or soccer or normal football, you, you're going to hurt your hips too much and then you'll have to get hip replacements. And then they'll say, okay, but what if we change all the fields from grass to trampolines or styrofoam mats? I'm like, okay, are we really nerfing this game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it can go the other way as well. People like... MMA has become extremely popular in recent years. Very true. And, you know, there is the whole thing from Rome of blood and circuses. Mm. So, you know, people love violence. So <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to really disappear, even if it turns into some kind of, like, black market niche in the sporting world. I don't think it'll ever disappear completely. You don't think you don't think they will be nerfed to such an extreme that they will start wearing these, like, puffy suits full of styrofoam and bubble and then you can like push them over and they're like oh i can't get up i just like every single punch that's sustained in an <laughs> mma fight just like squirts confetti <laughs> everywhere wouldn't that be funny that would be funny i would watch that i would i would like i would watch that just for the, the sake of laughing at that just like Dude, see this that's puff of glue <laughs> yeah that would be like the real life version of um, what's it called? Total Battle Simulator. Or oh something. yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, sports could also get much, much more violent. I think those are the two directions in which it can go. Yeah. Extreme violence or extreme nerfing. Uh, I lean more to extreme nerfing. But yeah, let me give my future sports the sport that will come our way, and I hope it does come sooner than later. Would be. It would fall under two cut. It would be basically the same thing, but it's, it would be most likely the one where we would make these like MMA, but we would have we would either control the robots or we would be put into robot suits and Rock'em Sock'em robots. Oh, Is that it? Basically that. And you know, oh, I, I watched I watched the movie again, Real Steel, where boxing that kind of stuff, like being nerfed, but also maintain the bloodlust. They removed the human side of it because humans were getting too much brain damage, 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 and decided to put in a robot in there as and a human controlling it from the outside. And I see that happening 
more likely than we like put ourselves into robotic suits and now I'm gonna challenge Jotun and punch him with my flamethrower arm and burn him to a crisp from the inside out situation. I hope that would be the more uh, real thing, but I feel that we will be leaning towards to the more robotic robots coming in and we physically have them punch it out in like real steel way and we'll just get like or it'll just be like real steel universe i'm literally taking out the movie and putting it into my, <laughs> my chosen topic because it's such a plausible idea I'm, I'm just gonna put it out there real steel universe is actually our universe oh it's so perfect isn't it yeah it's our future man oh that, that, that's a, that actually makes sense and i think that act, that ties into the whole nerfing thing as well because people would still want to see their blood spots but you know um there, there could be almost moral questions and ethics that would come into it of people still like people you know still getting hurt not <laughs> yeah. very much so and plus if if your goal is carnage there's so much more carnage that you can do with robots beating the crap out of each other than people. Yeah, tear off the arm, no problem. Yeah. No. I th- look, I, I think we're not. I actually don't think we're too far away from it as well, because we have made robots. It's just it's just about making the fact that we make them combat ready as well. I don't know. The one flaw that I'll point out in this concept is. I don't think it'll come to like the normal public very soon because you're literally putting these like guns or tanks in the hands of the every everyday nobody to kind of combat against each other, and having that kind of control where where like a professional thief will now take this tank to a bank and punch the door down and say, "Give me all the money, or this big guy's gonna squash you all." Situation because. I put a lot of machinery in the hands of this everyday nobody. <laughs> yeah, it'd, it'd be like that Obadiah dude from Iron Man. Oh yeah, for sure. Just give anybody a massive metal suit that can wreak havoc. Yeah, like you get your you get your dumbasses everywhere. No escaping that. Mm-hmm. But what, what would you which would you prefer, an exosuit or like a, a robot that you controlled? Oh, definitely an exosuit. Oh. That's like, that's almost like flying, if you think about it. Oh. Um, if, ha- if you've ever played the game Valley, you get this this exosuit. I've seen the game. The whole, <laughs> Looks yeah, good. The, 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 whole, the whole purpose of the game is to just basically jump around and soar through the skies because of that. And I, I don't, I, I think purely because of the thrill and joy of doing that 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 would be my option 100% okay now I think we we've covered a nice number of phases in this topic of sports again sports um <laughs> but again we can always do a, a second part of the if our listeners provide us with other phases or I'm calling phases because sports has phases okay and I think I think we can call it. Uh, we can run off the episode right now, guys. I hope you enjoyed our little discussion about sports, best, worst, and what we think future sport will be. And guys, uh, Jotun will mention the question of what this episode will be a bit later. But for you guys to tell us what you think is the best, worst, and possibly uh, 
the future of sports, you guys need to join our Discord. And the way you can join our Discord is through YouTube or simply Googling it and find it through Discord. And from there, you put up our Discord channel. And there you can vote who was the best winner of the episode, who was the, what's your ideas and topics. Maybe you want to play some games. But if you guys enjoyed this episode, I do suggest that you watch the pre- some previous episodes. There's quite a few out there now. And there might be a topic that you might like. Skip it. And if you see a topic that you're not quite like, you can always go to a different one. And maybe a bit later, maybe when you're cooking or something, you can always go into it a bit afterwards. And guys, I will say, please do like, subscribe, as well as rate that five star on any platform you are currently watching this. We are on Stitcher. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on pretty much every platform you may think of. And we really do appreciate those like buttons because we want to get our name out there, but to get our community to grow. And we want to hear what you guys have to say. So comments on YouTube is also a valid way of doing it. Again, we are posting regularly on Thursdays. And the only way you will find out if we are not posting on a particular Thursday is to be part of our social media. But Jotun, what? why should the audience tell, give their suggestions or best, worst or whatever question you give them? What's, what's the reason? What's the purpose of it? Because we, well, again, because we value your input so much here on this channel and we want to hear your voice, we will choose our favorite response from all of our various social media and we will talk about that. Just just like throw our ideas about, about that topic out there and let you guys know what we think about it. Because there's no way that we could cover everything ourselves inside this episode for such a broad topic. So please let us know what your favorite, your favorite, what you think is the worst, and where you think sports will go in the future, the near future or the far future, and let us know. We will choose our favorites to quickly talk about in a separate playlist called Ramble Shrapnel because it's in little bits and pieces and we'll just expound on that idea so you heard it from Jotun and Mackie themselves I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Ramble Shamble we do hope you come listen slash watch slash whatever form of you are watching this maybe you're watching this from the distant future and you've seen us in a different form hello hello but again guys we hope you guys join us for the next episode again coming out regularly on Thursdays and That's bye from Mackie. Cheers, guys.